Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Nielsen Show. Let's get right into it. So, this is going to kind of be about uh, mostly China, their influence in America, and why that is compromising America. So, among recent revelations, we have IBM, PepsiCo, Dow Chemical, Weston Hotel and Resorts, which is owned by Marriott International, the analytics firm Nelson Holdings, Mars Food, and insurance provider MetLife, just to name a few, have hundreds of CCP members embedded within the Chinese divisions of major U.S. corporations. And this comes from a leaked CCP member database. So, I mean, this could mean all kinds of things, but more than likely, if it's got the Chinese government involved with it, it's probably not good. And the Chinese government has been good at doing this for probably decades, I would say now. And they're kind of on the uh, a long game conquest, I think, for being the number one superpower in the world. I mean, it's it's kind of been coming for a while now, if you think back on where most U.S. corporations and manufacturing companies went when they can send their products to China, have them built and shipped back and still sell them cheaper to the American consumer, which we blindly all did. Uh, They kind of take over slowly into the market. You know, I think part of this goes back to, I mean, you could say the Clintons in this, this aspect of it. I mean, I think China was probably heavily influenced into getting them elected well hillary i guess at the time but that's another part of this um and there's also a list of 28 accused spies within the u.s that have been spying on behalf of the people's republic and this is from the fbi and this was cases where uh people were in colleges either and some of these were american professors let's see who do we got here let's just read a couple of these um now this is these are just cases since i think most of them are numerous since 2018 and this is just some of the chinese espionage they've got their tentacles all over the place and i'll cover a little bit of that as well but Most of this is just where America is being compromised left and right. And it's going to, it's going to come back, I think in a bad way against America. I mean, you have a communist party that has a surveillance state. I mean, they pretty much can do whatever they want to their citizens without recourse. I mean, look at how many different little things have leaked out of China. And pretty much the U.S. has done nothing. I mean, we've seen all the protests in Hong Kong. You know, they, those people wanted their uh, more American-type democracy there. And the CCP basically went in there and crushed them, crushed the people there, you know, throw people in jail, people disappear. Who knows where they end up at, you know, if they even ever come back. Uh, and who knows if this stuff will ever even come to the light of day they have such a lockdown on their technology and you know 
Facebook, Google, any of these big tech firms that are in there are basically bought and paid for by the Chinese Communist Party. But anyways, here's a, a couple of people, just kind of what was getting, you know, China's been stealing our intellectual properties for a while now. I mean, if you think back onto it and all the stuff that you've bought and it said made in China, but it looked just like something else that at one time was probably made in America or made by at least an American manufacturing company. So this first one, I don't, I'm not even going to try to pronounce most of these names because I know I'll butcher them. But uh, this person was arrested on accusations that he shipped 78 hydrophones for use in anti-submarine warfare to the Northwestern Polit Polytechnical University, which is affiliated with the People's Liberation Army. And I have no idea what hydrophones actually do, but... Sounds like they have something with submarines and, you know, I would say national security type stuff in, in the long game of that one. Uh, this next one, charged in October 2018 with conspiring and attempting to commit economic espionage and steal trade secrets from multiple U.S. aviation and aerospace companies. I'm, I'm guessing this name is Zhu, it's X-U was arrested in Belgium in April 2018 following the filing of a criminal complaint against him in Cincinnati. The United States has alleged that Zhu is a deputy division director of the Ministry of State Security and that he was engaged in espionage against GE Aviation. So, I don't know, that probably is not a good thing. That you know, Like I say, this is kind of a long game for China. They, they've been doing this for a long time. And they've been bringing training, I would say, younger kids to get into these colleges and different places that of influence within, you know, even politics. Uh, but but definitely stealing our intellectual properties from companies and stuff, you know. And like I say, it's a long game for them, and they're, I think they're coming pretty close to getting to that point. I mean, there's even been, uh, well, I'm not even going to touch on the election fraud stuff, but just from what we know in these people. So this one here is Zhaodong Yao. I'm, I'm guessing, I don't know, like I say, I'm probably going to butcher a lot of these names. Uh, is 57, a naturalized U.S. citizen. He's wanted for his alleged, alleged involvement in the theft of proprietary information from a locomotive manufacturing or manufacturer in Chicago, Illinois. He is currently at large and believed to be residing in China. So if that's the case, you know, we'll never see him again. Um... At the time, he had in his possession the stolen trade secret information, including nine complete copies of the suburban Chicago company's control system source code and the system specifications that explained how the code worked. The federal indictment states Yao is charged with nine counts of theft of electronic files. Uh, the next one, Lu, Zhongshan Lu. <laughs> I say I don't know if I'm saying these right, but he was arrested in Fort Lee 
New Jersey by federal agents and charged with conspiracy to commit visa fraud for his involvement in a conspiracy to fraudulently obtain U.S. visas for Chinese government employees. So I don't know why that would be a national security threat, you know, just forging visas to let whoever you want into the United States. So I don't know how that works. They must have to be able to hack into the database too because I thought that all kind of coincided with the visa. I say that's spy stuff, I guess. <laughs> but, I mean, this list goes on and on and on. You know, different people that were associated with, uh, let's see. So there's also a arrest warrant for another person. Visa fraud, making false statements, conspiracy, uh, associated with the People's Liberation Army, the Chinese Communist Party, basically. So, you know, these are these things are all tied together, and the Chinese have gotten good at just slowly spreading their tentacles in everywhere they can and infiltrating information, stealing intellectual properties. And there's nothing we have done, or probably even can do, other than like sanctions, but I don't know, who knows if that'll even really stop what's where this has gotten so far. Okay, so this is uh, Dr. Charles Liebert, I don't know, some people may or may not have heard of this guy. Uh, former chair of Harvard University's Chemistry and Chemical Biology Department. He was arrested on January 28th of this year, on charges of making false statements to federal authorities regarding his participation in China's Thousand Talents program, a program established by the Chinese government to recruit individuals with access to or knowledge of foreign technology and intellectual property. He was formally indicted in June, and on July 28th, he was also charged with superseding indictment with tax offenses for failing to report income he received from Wuhan University of Technology in Wuhan, China. Mm, that's a weird name. Uh, I mean, we can go down through some of these, you know, wire fraud, uh, more fraud. A lot of wire fraud. I don't know what really that has to do, but it's something to do with wiring something uh, from... Funds from NASA. Yeah, I mean, these people are... They've got people embedded everywhere. If you start, like, digging through... It's, it's kind of funny that none of this hits any of the main... Well, I guess it's not really funny or, you know, it's more predictable, I guess, than anything, that none of this stuff is on mainstream media. Probably because Chinese own them. In my opinion, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be stuff that can be dug up there on Chinese influence. I mean, that goes as far as I mean, look what happened with the NBA. You know, they somebody said something bad about China. Next thing you know, I think some uh, phone calls were made. And next thing you know, the NBA, oh, uh, yeah, you know, China, you know, we can't touch that. Because China has, what, billions of people in that country? It's a big market, you know, the NBA is pretty popular over there. So, 
how can you not look at that and say, okay, the Chinese party has got money influence over these organizations, most of all. You know, it's almost like, you know, mafia tactics. They're like, hey, you know what? We got a deal for you. <laughs> and, you know, these these places are, I guess, more, more of the greed of money, I guess, than they really even care about their own country. Or they, you know, they're just totally blinded by huge amounts of potential capitalism that comes through the Chinese money system. And, you know, I guess on, in some aspects, I, I don't blame them, but at the other, the other side of it, it's like you've just sold yourself out pretty much. Oh, let's see here. July 21st. So, I mean, we're getting, we're getting down the list here and getting closer and closer to current date. Let's see, this one is, oh, two different people. Charged with hacking into computer systems of hundreds of companies, governments, non-governmental organizations, and individual dissidents, clergy, and democratic and human rights activists in the United States and abroad. The defendants had recently probed for vulnerabilities in computer networks of companies developing COVID-19 vaccines, testing, technology, and treatments. Why would they want to do that? <laughs> oh, another one, uh, a NASA researcher, Texas A&M University professor, was arrested for making false statements and wire fraud in relation to China's talents program. Like I say, I mean, they can, uh, they can have quite the influence with uh, their money, you know, buying... You know, a lot of the people don't realize that a lot of these colleges get money from our government to do scientific research and, you know, a lot of different things like that, that uh, the research is pretty valuable. And, I mean, it's obviously pretty valuable to the Chinese because then they can buy a professor that sends them the findings and guess who comes up with the product to sell to the rest of the world? The Chinese. All while, uh, you know, using their slave labor in China to create it. There's another one. Uh, federal prosecutors charged New York City police officer with acting as an illegal agent of the Chinese government, accusing him of providing intelligence about Tibetans living in the United States to officials in the Chinese consulate. Eng Wang was born in the Tibet region of China and is a naturalized U.S. citizen. He is also employed by the U.S. Army Reserve. His father is a retired member of China's army and a member of the Communist Party of China. His mother is also a member of the party and former government official. Eng Wang allegedly provided the consulate with access to senior NYPD officials through invitations to official events. I don't know, you know, what else it was probably involved with that I'm imagining it was probably worse than what that probably kind of <laughs> let on. Uh, and then we come to our very own Eric Swalwell, uh, who is also on the House Intelligence Committee. 
and in December, so not too long ago, you know, first, well, it's kind of been coming to light here in the recent days, Christine Fang, a.k.a. Fang Fang, was a subject of an investigative journalism article published by Axios. Fang reportedly had a personal and professional relationship with Eric Swalwell since 2012. And Swalwell, and that's back when Swalwell served in the Dublin City Council. Uh, supposedly, she actually got, uh, oh, what was it? She put a uh, somebody on the council or something like that. I can't remember what it was exactly. but So he's on the House Intel Committee. He won't, he won't, you know, reveal anything, you know, with this because it involves him, you know. If it was President Trump, then it would be a totally different story. He'd leak anything and everything he could. But, so he's connected with this Chinese spy. And he was appointed and reappointed to the Intelligence Committee by Nancy Pelosi and after his connection was made known to her. So a lot of this, we're we're getting speculation, you know, from different sources that saying these, uh, I guess, people have been injected into lots of different places, not just Congress, mayors, governors, and, you know, who knows, it, it might be a while before a lot of this stuff comes out. But either way, it just goes to show how much these tentacles are spread out. And this is just, you know, mostly the United States. There's, I think, a lot of evidence, too, that's starting to come out from even Canada. You know, we're starting to hear that uh, Trudeau was making a big stink that one of his, you know, commanding officers in the military, the Canadian Army, whatever it was, was bringing up concerns. You know, they're doing all this winter training with the Chinese soldiers and whatever in Canada. And, you know, was canceling them. And Trudeau come out and basically told him, no, we can't do that, you know. Or why would you do that? Yada, yada. And, you know, and after he gave him his concerns of, you know, what he's been hearing from different intelligence people, uh, it was still kind of pushed through. It's going to happen. As far as it sounds like, you know, there's going to be like 18 different training, you know, exercises, I guess. So what does that show you? I mean, I'm not saying, you know, all these places do, you know, military training exercise with other countries. Typically not with communist armies, you know, that halfway almost openly say they're they're wanting to basically be the main superpower of the world. And have control over all the other countries, basically. I mean, that's a roundabout of what they've said themselves. So, why are we not getting Eric Swalwell off the Intelligence Committee? I mean, obviously, he's been compromised. And, you know, like I say, there's reports that show other people have probably been compromised as well. And so, oh, I guess what it was, she had placed an intern in his office, and this was 
know, kind of a plan of their long game that I've been telling you about and their counterintelligence because you know they they try and squash anything negative about China. They've got to they've got to you know put out this persona that you know they're not what people know that they are <laughs> to get them to buy into their bullcrap basically. And yeah, like I say, I mean if if somebody that's in the house, I don't care who who they are, Democrat, Republican. If you're compromised like that, you should not be in that kind of a high-ranking office on a House Intelligence Committee where, you know, that's where all the super sensitive crap goes through, through that channel, you know, to brief Congress on, you know, whatever's going on intelligence-wise. But... She'd been target that Fang Fang has been targeting him since like 2012. You know, she went into uh, Cal State University. You know, started out in there, kind of got tied in studying with the uh, politics there. You know, worked her way out, kind of, you know, funneling contributions for Swalwell, getting, you know, deep money donors in there to get him elected. So, I mean, you don't have to really look and say, oh, well, there's no Chinese money involved, but the influence is the same either way. And that was, you know, a lot of that stuff come from Axios, you know, I'm, you know, it's going to get squashed by big tech because that's, you know, China's kind of their, uh, Sugar Daddy. And let's see, what else have we got here? Oh, there was an article I was reading about uh, the... Oh, something to do with the Chinese in the... An article that actually came out in Canada about the whole... China involvement. But I mean, it's not even just China. Even if this election we've had, I think Russia, uh, you know, I don't know all the details on Venezuela, Russia, uh, basically all the countries that aren't super friendly to America, I guess you could say. That all, you know, had something to play in here what blows me away is all of these supposed journalists that won't do any digging you know and you can you can see it plain as day there's this information out and you have them flat-faced looking into the camera telling you this is russian disinformation or shit can't be verified it's like why are you lying right to my face and you expect us to respect you as journalists? Journalists actually go out and find the information, not just some blue check tweet on freaking Twitter that anybody posts out there that's usually just opinions anyways. 
which is about what the news has become. It's just, oh, our opinion is what you should think. Don't question it. Let's move on to the next subject. Quit asking questions. So into a longer game, like I say, China is probably our biggest threat right now. I mean, there's there's plenty of information out there. I mean, I'm just doing a stupid podcast, and I'm a moron, and slowly digging this stuff up on the internet. Can't you can't really go to Google and or Facebook and expect to get any super real information on this. Like I say, I think they're just compromised. They've got big stakes in China. You know, there's all these nationals in all these different companies. I mean, we've been, Corporation America has been growing in China for, you know, a few decades now. Like I say, and if they've got people inside of all these companies, IBM, PepsiCo, Dow Chemical, uh, the hotel and resorts, I think that's more of a uh, strategic play on assets. I don't know. We'll have to see how that kind of plays out. I'm sure all this stuff's going to kind of come out in probably next year, especially if Biden's getting in there. I think we're going to see a lot of things change here in America. And there's going to be a lot of suppression, I think, of information coming out, especially by big tech, because they've basically gone to a point where they are the arbiters of truth. Uh, we've got fact checkers, independent fact checkers of, of all things that they try and claim that now new revelations have come out that Facebook paid for a lot of these with hundreds of millions of dollars and Chinese influence to squash out anything negative against Chinese, anything negative information anyways about Chinese and with the, some of their fact checkers that come in through other other groups that are paid for by, you know, either China or somebody else, you know. So it's like you can't really say that these people are independent fact checkers when you're paying their paycheck. <laughs> so anyways, take that how you want. That's just kind of a little touch on that, that I think we've got some serious compromised individuals and corporations and just our intellectual property. So just take that to note if you are especially inventing anything. Uh, don't try and send it to China. Because more than likely, you're not going to get what you want out of it. Uh, and they can basically produce it and sell it. And there will be no repercussions. And guess what? You just got screwed out of it. So anyways, I hope uh, this was a little bit informative and hopefully we'll have a couple better ones. Not so much, hopefully, depressing this week. I know it's Christmas week. Who knows if anybody's even going to listen to these. <laughs> I don't blame you. It's time to take some vacation time. It's getting towards the end of the year and we all could definitely use a break. So hopefully uh, everybody has a good week. Uh, I'll try and get a couple more out this week while i got some time, and we'll try and talk to you again uh, hopefully tomorrow. Thanks for joining us.